Good morning, everybody. Erev and Dapte Gimel Kuchal Zawar Sonat Pebez. The Gemara Nat Pebez of Manal concluded discussing whether when a person says Be'emesai or Bamez, we're coming to disagree, we're coming to just explain. That was the last discussion we saw in the seventh parak. Then the Mishnah began the eighth parak describing how a person makes an Erev Tuchumen. The Talacha is a person giving Mizaki to everybody who wants to join his, in his Erev Tuchumen. The Gemara explains it only works for Dvar Mitzvah. You can only rely on the Erev Tuchumen for a Dvar Mitzvah. And then the Gemara on the bottom and the Gemara on the base discussed when exactly a child goes along with his mother. Erev, and when we say that the child is too old and he has to make his own Erev. And then we saw the Gemara on the bottom go, started explaining what exactly is the shear for an Erev Tchum. And the Gemara said it's Shtei Sudais. And the Gemara explained that we, we're, going, we're talking about the Kula. We're, we're referring to the Sudais of either during the week or on Shabbos, depending on what you hold. When does a person eat less? Today, by the Shem, we're going to continue the discussion of how much a person needs for his Erev Tchumen, how much is the shear of Shtei Sudes, then the Gemara on the Amid Bay is going to discuss, the Mishnah is going to discuss the Allah, if you have people in a Chatzar, you have people who live on the first floor of a Chatzar, people who live on the second floor of a Chatzar, people who live in the Marpeset, so now, and they did not, did not make an Erev together, they made it, Erev individually, but they did not make an Erev together. And now the question is, so now they're, allowed, now they're not allowed to carry from one to the other, because they didn't make an Erev. Again, their advice says that they could, because they're going to Rabbi Shimon. But for now, we're assuming that they can't carry from what, from the Marpasa to the Chatzar. But the question is that there are areas where sometimes the people in Marpasa use it, sometimes the people in the Chatzar use it. So whose area is that considered on Shabbos? Are they both us to use it? Could they both use it on Shabbos? That's going to be the discussion on the base. Now today, the first Gemara we're going to see is really a very mathematical Gemara. It's not a complicated mathematical Cheshbon, but it involves a lot of math, a lot of transfer different numbers. So if you have the chart, if you have a chart which shows all of the different conversions between the different calculations and different measurements, that would be very helpful. I didn't get a chance to take a look to find one, but I'm sure there is one. If you can do that, it'll be very, it will make the Gemara much easier. The other option is to try to write down the Cheshbainas yourself, try to organize them, writing them down on a paper, take two minutes, and it'll be much easier. So let's pick up the Gemara on the bottom of Daf, Pei Beis, Amid Beis. Says the Heiligi Gemara, the Mishnah said, Rabbi Yechon and Breka Amar, the Mishnah said, that that a kikar, the amount of bread, is when a punyan, which is a type of coin, is which you can buy with one punyan, when four sa are sold for a sell. So now let's just explain quickly what that cheshman comes out. We said on the mission it comes out to chatzi kikar. So let's just do it. Let's just explain quickly. A sell is a type of coin. For one sell, you could buy four sa. That's what the mission said. Now in a sell is four dinar. So that means that one dinar could buy you one sa. And in every dinar there are six ma. So it comes out that. And in every sa there's six kaf. So one dinar. So one ma. Can get one cup, and then in every ma, another type of coin is two punyan, and one ma is one equals one cup. So if you have one punyan, which is half of a ma, that gets you chazi cup. That was the conclusion. That was a cheshbon of Rebbechem and Breikum. So says the Gemara. The Gemara walks in and says. The Shir of Rechem and Breka and the Shir of Shimon in our Mishnah are very similar. Ask the Gemara, is that the case? Me, Dami, Rechenon, Arba Sudis, the Kav. comes out according to Rechenon, there's only the amount of four Sudis in every Kav. And Reb Shimon, Tesha Sudis, the Kav, and according to Reb Shimon, there are nine Kavim. And now in Sudas, I'm sorry, in a cob. Again, going back to the Mishnah, according to according to Rabbi Yechon Reka, came out that there's only four Sudas in every cob. According to Rabbi Shimon, it said Mishalish the cob. That meant that a ninth of that was referring to a ninth of a kikar. So which means that there's nine Sudas in every cob. Says the Gemara, Amr of Chizda, Chizda answered. When our Mishnah gave the shiur, and when Rabbi Yechon Reka gave his shiur in the Mishnah, he was not including the amount of expenses that the chenni would charge, that the storekeeper would charge. He was referring to the amount that he would buy it for, but the chenni himself. 
he then he sells it for more because he has to he has to cal- calculate the amount of expenses that he put in to the bread and the amount of time and he has to make a profit. So that's why he charges a little bit more. It says more about Lamar Tisha, Lamar Sheish, but asking more it still comes out if you add a third according to Rechem Rekav, there's only six suits in a cup. And Stigmar let's go like the other opinion of Rechazdam where it's say man, Mechzavachenui. Rechazdam said in another place that the Chemin doesn't add a third, he adds, uh, he adds a half. Because again, he has to add the amount of the expenses he's putting in and the amount that he has to profit. So ask the Gemara Vakati, the Gemara Teshu, the Gemara Temani. Ask the Gemara, but still, according to Abishim, it comes out there's nine students in the Kav, and according to Rechem and Reka, comes out there's eight students in the Kav. Ask the Gemara, and the Gemara Kravim, the Rechem, the Yeshavim. That's what he meant to say. Yeah, they're not exactly the same, but they're pretty close. That according to one Mandamar, there's eight, and according to one Mandamar, there are nine students in every Kav. But ask the Gemara, now we have a steer in the words of Chizda. Kasha of Chizda, of Chizda. Ask the Gemara, we have a steer in the words of Chizda. In one place of Chizda said, we add a half, that the Chemini adds a half. In another place of Chizda said, that the Chemini adds a third. And so the Gemara, like Kasha, it depends. If the Baal buys, the person who's giving the Chemini the bread, the, the material for the bread, he gives him the wood also. So then, if he's giving him the material for the, he's giving him the wood for the fire, so then he only adds a third. However, if the Baal buys, does not give the Chemini, he doesn't give the baker the twigs, he doesn't give him the branches for the fire, so then the Chemini himself, the baker, himself has to buy him by themselves, he has to get themself, and that's why in that case you add a half. Says the The mission said that half of that shear, which is the shear of pras, is the shear that a person becomes tame in a base of manuka, in a house which is tame. The person's clothing becomes tame. And half of that, which is a quarter, the amount of the shear that a person himself becomes tame. So now says the Gemara Tana. We learned in a Braisa, and one half of that half of that half, which is an eighth, is the shear for Tomas Eichen. Big Machlegis and Rishayim had to read this. Is it lit? Le which means to be something else, was at Litama too, it's up for itself to become Tame. Meaning it's Machlegis when the mission when the Gemara is giving the shear that in order for something something to be Mitame Eichlin, does that mean that in order for it to be Tame something else has to be the shear, or does it mean that in order for it to become Tame itself it has to be the shear? Big Machlegis and Rishayim. But the point is that an eighth of this kikar. That is the shear for Tumas Eichlin. Now it comes out, In our time of our Mishnah, why didn't he teach this shear? Meaning, if he's teaching all the shearim of this kikar, right, a half and a quarter, why didn't he teach also that the shear, an eighth of the kikar, is the shear for Tumas Eichlin? Says the Gemara, because the shear are not exactly the same. The Gemara is going to explain that it's not exactly an eighth, and that's why it's not exactly a half of the shear of Tumas Kviyah. And that's why the Tana didn't bring it down. Now, what exactly does it come out? This Cheshman of an eighth, how much is that? So it comes out according to Rebbechem and Breka, Rebbechem and Breka held that the shear of the Kikar is a quarter of a cup, which is six eggs. So it comes out that an eighth of six eggs is three quarters of an egg. And according to Shimon, who held that a Kikar, a loaf of bread, is shlish of a cup, is a third of a cup, a third of a cup is eight beitzim. And it comes out an eighth of eight beitzim is one egg. So again, Machleg is, is it one egg or three quarters of an egg? But now, so says the Gemara, why exactly is the shear not exact? And that's why the mission didn't say it. it says, what is the shear of a chatsi pras for a person himself to become tummy? Two eggs minus a little bit. That's the words of that's Rebuda holds. No, it's two eggs plus a little bit. And says the Gemara, Shear Rebbe, Rebbe is Mashar, Shtay Baitsim, two eggs and a little bit. What exactly does it mean when he said a little bit? So the more would always add one twentieth per egg. So again, since the shear wasn't exactly it wasn't exactly half of two eggs, so therefore, because the, the two the shear of two eggs was a little bit more than two eggs, a little bit less than two eggs, 
That's why the Mishnah didn't say the shear of the eighth. Says the Gemara, but now says the Gemara, because in regards to Thomas Eichlin, meaning in regards to Thomas Gvia, we said that it wasn't exactly two eggs, it wasn't an exact shear. However, in regards to Thomas Eichlin, we learned in the Brysa, we said the egg, it means exactly the egg, with its shell, we mean the shear of the egg without the shell, but you see clearly that the Rabbana are being very precise in regards to Thomas Eichlin. So therefore, since the shear of Thomas Eichlin was a very precise measurement, Therefore, it wasn't exactly half of the shear of Tomas Eichel of Tomas Basak Via, because the Basak Via was not an exact measurement. It was a little, too, a little less than two, a little more than two. And that's why the mission didn't say this shear. Says the Gemara, Amr Rath, my Papa, Amr Chizah. This, 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 these were the words of Yehuda, that they held that the shear of Basak Via is two eggs. Avachamar, Mecham say, it's one and a half eggs. Uman Chacham says, Who's the Chacham? Rabbi Yechem and Breka. It is Rabbi Yechem and Breka. Because again, Rabbi Yechem and Breka held that the pras is one eighth, one eighth of a cup, which is three eggs. And Chatsi pras is a egg and a half. So that is the shear of the Chacham. That is the shear of Rabbi Yechem and Breka. When we said in the, in the Braissa that the shear is one and a half eggs, that was the opinion of Rabbi Yechem and Breka in our Mishnah. That's Pasha according to Rabbi Yechem that the shear of that the eighth is an egg and a half. And the Gemara Sheikh Gazashminin. Yeah, you're right. The fact that it was an egg and a half, that was Pasha. The Chiddush was Sheikh Akais that we measure the this measurement adding a little bit. Says the Gemara. When Redimi came from Eric to Salt of Amr, Shigur, Bunis, the certain man in Bunis, sent Larebi, he sent Larebi, Moidia de Kunis, he sent this Asa of flour, Asa. Which was called a kundis dimin nusa from this place called nusa. Vashir Rabbi Masa Nusheva Eshen Bain and Rabbi made a calculation that this saw include there was two hundred and seventeen eggs in this saw. Now the Gemara is going to try to figure out how exactly do we get to this cheshbon that you're going to have a saw which equals two hundred and seventeen eggs. So let's go through the Gemara. What exactly the calculation is? It asks the Gemara. And again, one thing we have to keep in mind is that the shear will change over time. That originally the shear will be a little bit smaller. Could be the eggs got bigger, smaller. Fasting discussion already in the Gainim. Important Shuvas and Yehuda about it. But we'll see in our Gemara the measurements. Change. So let's see through the let's go through the Gemara. Says the Gemara de What type of saw are we referring to? Edmidbaris, if we're referring to the original saw, that was only there. That was only 144 eggs. What's the Khajbun? A saw is six kav. And every kav is four lug, and each lug is six eggs. You time six times twenty-four, that's 144. Says the Gemara Vidu Yushalmis. And if it's the saw of Yushalmis, which they added a fifth, which we'll see in the Gemara soon, the Gemara calls it a sixth, but that's because the Gemara's fractions are milagav. So therefore, really it's a fifth. Says the Gemara comes out, Maya, Shiv and then you have 173 eggs. And if we're talking about the eggs of Tipari, which again you add another fifth, Masai Mishabhavi, that's only 207 eggs. So how exactly we get this calculation? How did Rebbe calculate 217 eggs? Says the Gemara. Really, he's referring to the saw of Tzipari, which has 207. Because you have to add the shear of Chala. This day we said there's 207 eggs. That's only without the shear of Chala. Add the shear of Chala, you're going to have more. Says the Gemara. Yeah, but the shear of Chala is 1 out of 24. Says the Gemara. Chasa Kamavim. What's the shear for Chala? Tommy, it's 8 eggs because it is 124th. Akati Batsarle, you still, you don't have enough because 8 plus 207 is 215. And we said you got 217. Says the Gemara, no. Yeah, you're right. Take away the shear of Chala. We're not talking about the shear of Chala. Rather, you have to add the little bit because Rebbe said you always add a little bit so add that little bit of Rebbe so says the Gemara but ask the Gemara Rebbe said you add 120th and it comes out if you add 120th of the eggs you have to add a little bit more than 10 10, I think 10.3 so it comes out that you're going to have 10.3 plus 217 
it, plus 207, I'm sorry, it's 217 and a little bit. So ask the Gemara, Yachai Avlai Tfei, ask the Gemara, then it's more than 217, it's 217.3. And the Gemara, you're right, it's a little more than 217, but since it's not a whole egg, it's just 217 and a little bit, that's why the Gemara said it was 217. Says the head of the Gemara, right, to turn around, the you add on a sixth. Now, there's an important thing to keep in mind when we talk about the Shiram Chazal over here. The, this 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 that we're talking about is Mila Bar, which means that our fractions work a little bit differently than the fraction of Chazal. When Chazal said Ashishis, it really in our in our terms it translates to fifth. And let's explain. Then when Chazal said to add a measurement, let's say for example Chazal said add a third. So let's say a person had thirty. So if we would, if you would ask us, we would say a third of thirty is ten, that equals forty. However, that's not a Chazal. That's not what Chazal meant when they said to add a third. What they what they meant when they said to add a third was a third from the total. So if you take let's say thirty and they said to add a third, so if you take forty five, so now forty five. What's a third of forty five? That's fifteen. So that's what Chazal meant when they said add a third. They meant add a third of the total, which is adding fifteen. So therefore, that's what when the Gemara here says Ashtas, it really means a fifth in our fractions. So says the Gemara, so now when the Sayu Shamas, you add a sixth of what you had from 144, which is 173. Says Gemara, and the Tzipari, they added another sixth. It comes out that the Tzipari, the final measurement, was a third larger than the Midbars. Says the Gemara, how is that calculation going to make sense? Shlish demand. When we say it was a third larger, a third of who? A third of which measurement? Ilema Shlish Midbars. If you're telling me we meant to say a third of the summit bar is, says more mechti shlishmid bars kamev. What's a third of the summit bars? Arba and itmania. It's forty-eight. How's it forty-eight? Because we said the summit bars was one forty-four. A third of one forty-four is forty-eight. Asking more of the eight for sheet in class, but the difference between the tzipayers and the midbars, the difference between two hundred seven and one forty-four is sixty-three. The eight for sheet in class, we need the difference to be sixty-three. So it can't be that we're talking about the a third of the mid a third of the midbars. It's rather says more. The Ella Shlishti Yushamitz. It meant a third of the Sayushamitz. Ask the Gemara Shlishti dot Kamave. What's a third of a Sayushamitz? Sayushamitz was 173. It's 58 minus a third. So again, that's not the right share. We need the difference to be 63. Says the Gemara Rather, it meant a third of the Sayushamitz. Ask the Gemara Shlishti dot Kamave. How much was the share of the Tsipari? Says a third of the Tsipari. Says the Gemara Shlishti dot Kamave. What's a third of the Tsipari? The Satsipari. 207. What's a third of 207? It's 70 minus a little bit. It's 69. But we learned it's 63 eggs. The difference is 63. It comes out that the Sav Tzipari, the largest year, Yitzhak Midbaris, Karvlish Lishala, was almost a third greater than a third of itself. And we meant a third of itself was Kari of Lemachsen was close to a half of Midbars, meaning a third of the Tsipari we said was 69, and a half of the Midbars is 72. So 69 and 72 are pretty close to each other. Says the Masculine mean the Karv Karvtani. What's the Bryce's point? One was 72, one was 69. They're not very close together. The Bryce didn't say that they're. Karev, Karev, that they're somewhat close together. It sounds like they're closer than that. Says the Gemara, La Maravina, Hachem, rather says the Gemara. This is we're saying. Imtashlish al Tzipari, Beidvev, Aidiyah Shal Rebbe. It comes out a third of the Tzipari. If you add what Rebbe said, that Rebbe said you have to add a twentieth. Yisera al Mechlash al Midbar Shlishbei. It comes out that's a little bit more than a half because it comes out that a third of two seventeen, which was the share of Rebbe when you added the amount of Rebbe, was two seventeen. A third of two seventeen is seventy two and a little bit, and the half of the Midbaris, the Midbaris says one forty four. Half of Midbaris is seventy two. So it comes out that the share of Rebbe which is 72 and a little bit, is pretty close to the half of the mid bars. Says Yagi Gmar Vaiter Tanra Abundant.
Reishis Arisa Sechem. Now the Gemara is talking about discussing the Alacha, the Chiv of Chal. So the, the Pasuk says you have to take off Reishis Arisa Sechem. Says the Gemara, Kedei Yisay Sechem. It's referring to the amount of dough, the amount of regular dough you, you take off. Says the Gemara, Kama Yisay Sechem. When the Pasuk says you take off Reishis Arisa Sechem, what type of dough were you making? What was the shear? Says the Gemara, Kedei Yisay Sechem. It was referring to the, the dough that they would make in the midbar. Kama Yisay Sechem. How much is the shear they made in the midbar? Says the Gemara, because the Pasuk says, It says that the Eifa was, that it was a serious, a tenth of the Eifa, and the Eifa was, was three sa. So and a sa is six kav, a kav is four lugan. So it comes out that the eifa is seventy two lug, and a tenth of that is seven and a half lug. Says Gemara, "Mikanamru shiva revayim kemach It comes out that it's seven quarters of a kav and a little bit, which is a fifth of a lug. Chayes b'chal. That's a shir of chal. Shehein that comes out shisha shal yushamis. It comes out a sixth of the yushamis. Shein chamisha, which is five quarters. When you use the measurement shal tzipari, it's five quarters of lug. When you use the measurements in tzipari, mikanamru says Gemara, "Ha'eicha k'midah to a person who eats the shir that would this is the amount of shir." Shear that would come the, referring to the man hareze bari. That's a person who's healthy. That's a per, umavarech. He's going to be blessed. So that's the mashir that a person needs to eat. That is a healthy amount the person has to eat every day. Yasser kind of person who eats more than this. Rafsan he is considered gluttonous. Pachin the kind of person who eats less than this. Mekukol mev he's not eating enough and he will go hungry again. The achrayim will be discussed. That will be finding gemara that sometimes amaraim or tanaim used to eat much more than that. So the average ever brings down this. The gemara is giving the shear. That's why like a person ate it and now he's full. Now he's just eating. Just because he wants to have pleasure, so that's considered gluttonous. However, a person who needs to eat more, different people have different dietary requirements, so it could be a person who has to ha- eat more in order to be full. Says the Hagen Mishnah Now we're finished with the math saga. Now we're going to finish up the dive over here. An interesting discussion. When you have a sheared space and they did not make an error, who's allowed to use that space? Says where Anche Chatzar You have people who live in the Chatzar. You have people who live in the Chatzar at the second floor. Sheshachu Blayer, where they did not make an error between them. The Shem said they made an error by themselves, meaning people in the Chatzar made an error, people in the Chatzar made, made an error, but they did not make an error together. Says the Gemara. Any area in the Chatzar, which is 10 Vachim tall, so that area goes to the Marpasset. Now, the people in the Marpasset are allowed to carry there, but not the people in the Chatzar. However, if it's less than 10 Vachim, then we assume it's part of the Chatzar. Then the people in the Chatzar are allowed to use it, not the people in the Marpasset. That's more similar. If you have if you have a bar, 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 and they took away the dirt, and says, and they surrounded the bar with the dirt. Says the Gemara, or you have this rock, which is 10 Vachim tall. Again, says the Gemara, again, it goes to the Marpasset. As long as it's 10 Vachim off the ground, it goes to the Mar Pasa, Pachas Mikan, less than Tentvachim, Lachatzer goes to the Chatzer. Says when is this Halacha apply? Bismucha. That's only if it's next to the Mar Pasa. That's only if these areas, which are larger than Tentvachim, are close to the Mar Pasa. However, if they're just smacking all the Chatzer, they're not next to the second floor, then it automatically goes to the Chatzer. Says the Gemara, Abel Bim, Flagat, Safil, Gvaris, Artvachim, Lachatzer. However, if it's far away from the Mar Pasa, even if it's Tentvachim, it goes to the people in the Chatzer. Says the Gemara, Azi, Smucha. What exactly does it mean that it's close to the second floor to the Mar Pasa? Says the Gemara, Koshin, or Chaykar, Batvachim. It has to be within four Tvachim of the Mar Pasa. If it's within four Tvachim of the Mar Pasa, then we assume it goes to the people. The Marpasa, they're allowed to carry their in Shabbos. However, if it's further away, then the people in the Chatz are allowed to use on Shabbos, and not the people from the Marpasa. It says the Gemara Pshito, Lezat Pasach, Lezat Pasach. You have a shared space, people, let's say, in the Chatzir, and people in the Marpasa, and they share a space. Or let's say you have two Chatzirs next to each other, and they have a shared space in the middle, and both of them have an entrance to this area. Or says the Gemara, It's the same thing as if you have a window between two Chatzirs, and in this area, they're both not allowed to carry. If they don't make an area between each other, and they have a shared space in the middle, that they both have, they both have similar access to the Lachas, you know. They're both not allowed to carry in that area. Says Gemara, Let's see if you have an area which both two, the both chateres, they can both throw to that area. It's a shared space that they can throw to, says the Gemara. Again, the same thing as if you have a wall separating between two chateres, and they're not allowed to carry in that area. Again, similarly, let's see if you have an area that both of them would have to lower their items down into this area. That's the same halacha we learned, that a chateres is considered a separate area, that if they both use it, if they both have similar access to it, the halacha is they're not allowed to carry in that area on Shabbos unless they make an area. But now, 
says the Gemara, Let's say one chatzar just can walk into this area, and another chatzar, they can't walk into the area, they'd have to throw their items there. Here we apply the Allah that we saw before, that in the area where for one person, for one chatzar, it's easier for them to access it. For another area, it's harder for them to access it. The Allah we give it to the area, that's easier. So in this scenario, we would give it to the chatzar that has a Pesach to that area. It says the Gemara, what is Allah though? If for one area they have to lower their items in, into this place, and for another, for the other chatz, they have to throw their items there. So what is Allah? Which one do we give it to? Says the Gemara, Amr Rav They're both considered Asr. We should explain because Rav held that side throwing and side having to lower it's considered the same difficulty in accessing the area, and therefore since they both have the similar access, therefore both of them are prohibited. Shmuel Amr Shmuel says no. Nice nice. Shmuel says no. It's easier to lower things down than to throw them up, and therefore we give it to the chatz that just has to lower their items into their shirt. So, says the Gemara, because any area which it's easier for one person to use and harder for the other person to use, we give it to the person, to the Bnei Chatzeris, that it's easier for them to use. Quick, as I saw today, the Gemara on the Amid Alf, it's going through the Cheshbainis in our Mishnah, what exactly is the Cheshman of two Sudites? And then we saw the Gemara made a calculation what the Shir of Chala is, the Gemara on the made the calculation of the Shir of Chala, and the Gemara made the calculation based on the fact that the Iman was an Aymer, we know the Shir of the Aymer was a Sir Seifa, and then we saw the Mishnah on the went through that if you have people who live on the second floor, people who live on the first floor, any area which is above 10 Fachim and within the fourth Fachim on the second floor, we give it to the people on the second floor. If not, we give it to the people on the, fir- on the first floor. And then the Gemara went through the Yisai that we saw before that if you have an area which is accessible to two Chatzers, however, it's easier for one Chatzer to access it, we give it to the Chatzer that it's easier to access and we do not allow the other Chatzer to carry in the area unless they make an area between them. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Have a wonderful week.